Uh, I want to welcome everybody watching online. We're so glad that you're here and that you decided to spend part of your week with us. I know that God's going to bless you. I know God's going to bless each and every one of you uh, for being at church on a hot June night. Uh, I believe that when you're in church that God notices, that God sees that, and God blesses you for it. Uh, And I think it's amazing that you would be here. Uh, I'm going to do a message called Search Me. This is on uh, Psalms 139. Uh, And this message... Uh, has kind of been stirring me for a while. Uh, you know, one of the things is I love summer. How many of you love summer? Raise your hand. Drop it in the comments online if you love summer. There might be some summer haters. I get it. You like the cold better. Uh, I, I, I do not like the cold. I love summer. I love the longer days. I love swimming. I love going to the lake. Uh, I love cookouts. I love going on vacation. Uh, I love summer, and I love everything about summer. Summer can be very relaxing, um, we take a break from Ground Zero and Power Kids, like school they have off, we take off as well. So that kind of gives us uh, a break, our team a break on Wednesday nights. And so it, it can be a very relaxing time. Now, I don't know about you, summer may not be, it may be more busy for you, more crazy for you, and, and I understand that. <clears throat> One of the things that I think can happen in any time in our lives that we have downtime or we have relaxing time, we can kind of do that with our relationship with God. We can kind of relax with God. We can relax with our relationship with God. I think summer, for me personally, can be a hard time to kind of put my relationship with God to the side. Not like, oh, I'm done or I'm gonna do other things, but I just don't pursue it as much as I do during kind of the fall and winter, I think because we're outside more, we're doing more things, it can be easier just to get up and go do other things than spend time with God. And, and I want to talk to us uh, about not doing that, not taking a break from God this summer. And um, instead of taking a break from God, what if we pursued God even more this summer? And what if we tried to dig deeper into our relationship with Jesus this summer instead of kind of neglecting it? Uh, And I don't think it's anything we do on purpose. I don't think it's anything we do uh, like, oh, I'm sinning more or I'm partying more. I don't think it's that. Uh, And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking uh, just different things going on in your life. And it can be hard. It can be, you know, people miss church more in the summer. Uh, you're going to go on vacation. You've got sporting events and weekend things going on. Uh, that is one of the reasons we started Thursday night church, so that if you're busy over the weekend, you can come to church on Thursday night. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons we started this. And so I don't want us to do that. I want us to dig deeper into our relationship with God. Now, this message that I'm going to share with you, I, it's been stirring in me. I've been meditating on it for a while now. Um, and, and I've kind of sprinkled it into some other messages. I'm going to read some verses, and you're going to think, man, I've, I, I've heard that before. That's because I've preached it before. Um, w- one of the messages is communion that we did back in April. Uh, I talked about some of this in, in my message on communion. And then I did Psalms 86 a few weeks ago and touched on some of it there. And so I want to show it to you again and kind of bring a different truth out and a different perspective out of these same verses. So before we move on, let's just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that as I speak, 
that you speak through me, that it's not my words, but your words. Father, I pray everybody here in the house and everybody online that our hearts are open and ready to receive what you have for us. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. So we're looking at Psalms 139, verses 23 through 24. King David uh, wrote these scriptures, and he said, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. Verse 24, he said, And see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way of everlasting. Uh, Another translation says, Lead me in the way of everlasting life. So he says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Now, what we're talking about is instead of kind of putting our relationship with God to the side and kind of not pursuing God, doesn't mean we're moving away from God, but we're not actively pursuing God. Instead, this summer, I'm going to pursue God. I'm going to go after God uh, even harder than I ever have before. Um, pastor Craig Groeschel, uh, he, he's a pastor in Oklahoma, and he wrote a book. Uh, he, he's at a life church, and he wrote a book called Dangerous Prayers. Dangerous Prayers. And uh, I've, I've listened to this book. It's a very good book. I would encourage you to read it. Uh, if, if you're a reader, or get on Audible and download it if you like to listen to books. It's called Dangerous Prayers by Craig Groeschel. And he talks about the difference between dangerous prayers and then kind of our typical bedtime prayers. Um, Prayers that we pray of, God, please protect us. You know, uh, anytime we go on a trip, we get in the car, we get everybody in the car, we're about to leave, you know, and we'll say, okay, hey, let's pray. You know, God, we pray the car works good. We pray, you know, for protection. I pray that everybody that drives around me is highly alert by the blood of Jesus, right? I'm not worried about my driving. I'm worried about everybody else around me. They're driving. And so we pray. And those are kind of protection prayers. They're different than dangerous prayers, okay? And uh, this verse right here where he says, search me, O God, and know my heart, that moves into a dangerous prayer. And you might think, well, what do you mean by dangerous? Uh, Asking God to search you and know you can be dangerous because you may not like what you hear. You may not like what God told when he, hey, hey, God, search me, know my heart. And listen to what he says. He says, point out anything right? Point out anything that may offend you. Point out anything in my life that you don't like. This is a dangerous prayer. This is a a scary prayer to pray. God, search me. God, know my heart, right? What does he say? He says, test me and know my anxious thoughts. So he's saying, hey, put me in situations that would lead me to anxiety and test me and see what my anxious thoughts are so that you can what? Point out anything that offends you and lead me on the path of everlasting life. We're talking about drawing closer to God. How do I draw closer to God this summer? The thing is, is to dig deeper. And and here's what I want you to understand. And I think you'll understand what, where I'm coming from. I don't think this means reading your Bible more. Oh, man, I'm going to read an extra chapter a day. Or I, I, I'm going to spend hours praying more. What this is, is asking God to evaluate you. 
asking God to look inside of you and, and to see if there's anything in you that needs to be changed, anything that needs to be altered, anything that needs to be removed, right? And so this summer, let's draw closer to God, strengthen our relationship with God by inviting him into our lives to search us and know us and point out what's wrong and then ask him to lead us out. The word of God talks about that it's a double-edged sword. It says, it says about itself, it says, I'm a double-edged sword. And it says that it can cut through bone and marrow and into the spirit. That's like crazy. It's like, what does that mean? And I believe what that is, is as you read the word, God uses that like the surgeon uses a scalpel to remove things, to move things, to adjust things in your life and in your heart. Let's look at it in the message translation. We, I used this in, uh, when we talked about communion back in April. And this is Psalms 139, same set of verses, just in the message translation. It says, investigate my life, O God. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Get a clear picture of what I'm about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal life. I love this so much. Investigate my life, God, know, and find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Think about asking God, hey, God, test me. That's a dangerous prayer. God, you know, and, and, and I, shoot, I'm, I'm guilty of this. God, protect me, bless me, put your hand over me, make me prosper, right? And there's nothing wrong with praying that. But, but I'm talking about drawing closer to God, taking a step closer to God. Pastor's been talking about next steps, right? We know that baptism is a next step that I'm taking to draw closer to God. This is the next thing I do in my walk. You think, man, I, I'm saved. I've been baptized. Maybe you're full of the Holy Ghost. You pray in tongues. You think, what else is there for me to do? I'm at church every week. This is that next thing. Investigate my life, God. Look inside. Show me what's wrong, Right? Get a clear picture of what I'm about and then see if there's anything wrong and then guide me out of it. Guide me on the road to eternal life. This is a dangerous prayer. God, test me. God, look inside. Search my heart. And why is it dangerous? Because we're, what, we can be afraid. What's God gonna say? Right? Uh, any, any Marvel fans in the house? Uh, anybody subscribe to Disney Plus? Okay, okay, did y'all watch Loki Wednesday night? No, no, okay, everybody, go home, subscribe to Disney Plus, go watch Loki, okay? It's, it's, it's great, it's incredible. And uh, he gets captured, they go into this room, and they start playing his life on a TV. They're like, we're gonna, we're gonna go through your greatest hits. Do you know that that's everyone's fear of heaven? That you're gonna get to heaven, we're gonna sit in a room like this with your friends and family from Tulia, right? You're gonna think, why is Kurt on the back row? I, I didn't know him. And then they're gonna get, and, and an angel's gonna get up and say, okay, uh, today is, is it's Kurt's day. Uh, we're gonna watch his greatest hits, every sin he's ever committed, every thought he's ever thought. Uh, you're all here because you're involved in this in one way or another. Uh, let's roll the tape. Everybody got popcorn. I mean, it's like your greatest fear, Right? I don't want it to get, if we get to heaven, it's like, where's the door to hell? Can I exit quickly, right? Because the same thing with this prayer. It scares me. God, search my heart and know me and find out what's wrong with me because I might find out that I'm the problem. 
It's not everybody around me. It's not my situation. It's not the money in the bank account or the lack thereof it. I might find out and God might tell me, hey, there's some things you need to work on. God, search me. Investigate my life. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Back in January, back in January, we went and uh, well, we listened to Chuck Pierce online. And one of the things that Chuck Pierce said in, in his prophetic word, he gives a prophetic word every year, um, and we, we listen to it, and we trust him and trust his prophetic word. And he says, my people have to be refined. He was saying that God was saying this about 2021, that my people have to be refined, uh, and that this is a season to be redefined, right? And to reevaluate your spiritual passion, that you have to reevaluate your spiritual passion. Okay, we're talking about God search me, know me. I'm gonna reevaluate my spiritual passion, right? Do I love Jesus as much as the day I prayed the, the you know, salvation prayer? Whenever that was, a year ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it is, right? Do I love Jesus that much, right? Do I love his people that much? right? You get burned, you get hurt, we go through tragedy, we go through trauma, and we don't love people anymore. God, search me. God, know me. God, point these things out in me and lead me out. God might bring up some trauma that's happened. Hey, we need to Take a look at this, right? Because what did Chuck Pierce said? He said, we need to reevaluate your spiritual passion. One of the things that that brought up to me was, is uh, there's an old, old song called Hosanna. We've done it a couple times on Sunday with the band. And one of the lines in that song says, God, break my heart for what breaks yours. That's a dangerous prayer. God, break my heart for what breaks yours. God, when I see people, I want my heart broken for them the way yours is. God, when I'm around my family, break my heart for them the way your heart is broken. God, I wanna see the world through your eyes and not my filtered eyes. God, break my heart for what breaks yours. Search me, know me, right? When you pray this prayer, God, break my heart for what breaks yours, this will clear up your priorities very quick. Think about this, think about telling God, God, hey God, search me, know me. Point out anything in me that offends you and break my heart for what breaks yours. God's gonna quickly begin to readjust your life and say, hey, this needs to come out, this needs to come in, this needs to shift over, this needs to move over. You need to open your eyes over here, right? You need to walk away from this over here. God, search me, know me point out anything that offends you and lead me out, break my heart for what breaks yours. Let's look at Psalms 26, two through three. This is out of the NIV. A lot of the same things. He says, test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. For I have always been mindful of your unfailing love and have lived in resilient, uh, have lived in resi reliance, excuse me. I lived in reliance on your faithfulness. Right, so, so you go back to that first verse and he says, hey, test me and try me. Hey, God, test me. I mean, it's like, you, you know, I've got three kids. I think I ain't got time to pray that. Right? I ain't got time for God to be testing me. Them kids be testing me every day. 
right? I don't need God to do it too. He sent them to test me. I already know what's wrong with me because my five-year-old tells me every day what's wrong with me, right? right? And so God, hey, test me, try me, examine my heart and my mind, right? I love this. This is the message translation. This is going to blow your mind. Same set of verses, Psalms 26, two through three. Examine me, God, from head to foot. Order your battery of tests. Make sure I'm fit inside and out. Listen to this, listen to this. Verse three, so I never lose sight of your love. I love that so much. So I never lose sight of your love, but keep in step with you, never missing a beat, right? So I never lose sight of your love. That kind of makes me go back to God break my heart for what breaks yours, right? But keep in step with you, never missing a beat, right? Verse two, examine me, God, from head to foot. Order your battery of tests. Make sure I'm fit inside and out. We're talking about drawing closer to God. We're talking about taking the next step. We're talking about going deeper in my relationship with Jesus. And the first step to doing that is asking God Search me. Search my heart. Now, here, here's the amazing thing. First and foremost, God loves you. God cares about you. So if I ask God to test me, nothing terrible is going to happen in my life as a test. Because that's not God. Right? That's not God's heart. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to tell God to test me, and then my dog's going to get run over by a semi tomorrow. And it's like, well, that's funny, that's cute, but I'm being serious. And and much worse things in your mind you can think can happen. And I know what you think. Well, man, you need to read your Old Testament. There's a book about a guy, you know, named Job or something. Some really bad things happened to him, right? Let me tell you you something that'll save your life. The Old Testament points to Jesus, not to you. The Old Testament points to Jesus, not to you. Every single book, every word is not about you. It's about Jesus, that's what the Old Testament is about. The New Testament, it's about you. They, they gave you a little bit of the book. The majority of the book is dedicated to Jesus, right? Job, job that's not really how you say it. You say Job. But Job is not about how God's going to treat you. It's about how Jesus was going to be treated, right? Now, I ain't got time to get down that rabbit hole. I'm going to get lost. But here's the thing is, God, hey, examine me, right, from head to foot. Uh, test me. Make sure I'm fit inside and out. God's not going to do anything terrible to me. If, if I told my dad, hey, test me, right? I want you to test me, and I want you to make sure I'm spiritually fit. He's not going to walk over to my house and kill the dog and say, I wanted to see how you react, right? Or, or sneak in and, and put a, a flu virus in my coca mocha and give me the flu and say, well, I wanted to see how you react. That's not what God's doing, and that's not what we're asking God to do, and I don't want you to get lost on that. All I'm asking God to do is to look inside and is there any junk in there? Is there anything that needs to come out? Is there anything in my personality and in my attitude that needs to be adjusted? And the amazing thing is, is both times David prays this, he tells God, you have to lead me out. I can't do it on my own. You have to show me and then you have to show me the way out. That's where it comes into reading your Bible. That's where it comes into being in church. That's where it comes into listening to worship music and spending time in prayer because that's gonna help God lead me out, right? We're asking God to examine us head to toe, inside and out, right? And you might be, 
afraid to do that, nervous to do that, fearful to do that because of what you think God will find. You think, I know what's in there and I don't want him to know what's in there, right? In the first part of Psalms 139, David says, he says, I already, you already know everything about me. He said, you know me inside and out. He says, you know my thoughts when I'm far off, you know when I sit, when I stand, when I walk, when I sleep, you know everything about me. There's nowhere I can go to get away from you. God already knows. We're asking God to lead us out of that and to walk us through that, right? We ask him to do this, why? So that we'll never lose sight of his love, so that we can keep in step and never miss a beat. The amazing thing is, is that God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for you. Then when we do ground zero, I'll tell the students that who you sit next to in class is not a random thing. That God is a part of that, right? Every time we go to camp in the summer, they always tell us, the kid that annoys you the most needs you the most. Okay, kid that annoys you the most needs you the most. Now, let's apply it to our lives, right? I'm drawing closer to God. What are we doing? I'm drawing closer to God. Why? So I can be in step with God, never lose sight of his love so that I can love his people. The people around you that annoy you the most need you the most. The coworker that annoys you the most needs you the most. The family member that drives you nuts needs you the most. And they need Jesus on the inside of you. Right? And you say, well, man, I'm, I'm hurt, I'm broken, I'm beat up, I got nothing to give. Right? I, I've, been, I've been through it, I've been drugged through the mud, beat up, I'm laying in the ditch half dead. Right? But there's Jesus on the inside of me. Jesus, the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, and the people around you need that. God, search me, know me. God, point out anything in me that offends you, right? God, break my heart for what breaks yours. Father, if there's anything in me that you don't like, anything in me that's keeping me from spreading the gospel, anything in me that's keeping people from receiving, God, show me. Reveal it to me, right? Open my eyes and open my heart. Let's take this summer in prayer to invite God in to search our hearts, to reevaluate your spiritual passion, to break your heart for what breaks his, to put our priorities back in order and examine us from head to toe. Listen, it can be scary. It can be nerve wracking to think about what God's gonna see, what God's gonna want us to change and what God might want us to do. But as we do this, we're going to draw closer to God. Right? You, you know, in any relationship, anytime you go through something together, whether it's something as simple as changing a flat on the way to a trip, putting a piece of IKEA furniture together, it brings out things in your relationship. Right? Well, you know, why is Men's Retreat so amazing? Men's Retreat is amazing because as you go ride razors together, something's gonna break. And as men come together to fix something, relationships are built, right? 
probably the most uh, bonding thing on planet Earth is probably war. And I, I didn't fight in war, but I've talked to men who have, and the bond they build with the men they're fighting with is almost unbreakable. They can't get it anywhere else. Right, and so as you ask God, search me, know me, investigate my life, you build a bond with God that just praying, reading your Bible, worship music, and going to church won't build. You get down into the junk of it with God. And you have to pray, God, search my heart, know me, and find anything that offends you, and then you have to sit and listen. And you have to be quiet. And then you, you might go a whole day and think, I didn't even hear anything. And then the next day you get up, maybe if you do devotions in the morning, you read some word, maybe you listen to some worship music while you're making breakfast, you say, hey, God, search me today. Know my heart. Point out anything in me that offends you. And then as you go through your day, you'll start to notice things. How you react to people. Thoughts that you may have. The ways that you think. And it'll almost be like, you'll see things like you see it for the first time, you'll think, oh my gosh, has that, has that always been there? And God will begin to reveal it to you. And then you go back to God and say, hey God, I noticed this today and I need you to lead me on a path to everlasting life. I need you to lead me on a path of righteousness. God, I need you to break my heart for what breaks yours so that my priorities can be put back in order. Bow your head and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now Tonight, Father, everybody watching online, we want to take this time and, and start our summer off right. Father, we want to invite you into this time right now to search us, to know us, to examine us, to test us from head to toe, from inside and out, that you would point out anything in us that offends you. Father, and lead us on a path of everlasting life. Father, we do this. We desire this because we want to be closer to you. We want to hear you better. We want a more intimate, personal relationship with you, Father. Father, I pray as we go throughout the rest of our week, the rest of our summer months, Father, that this would stick with us, that we would pray this all summer, that God, search my heart and know me. Father, and that you would continually through this summer reveal to us, show us, reevaluate us, that you would put our lives back in order, our priorities in order, that you would remove things that need to be removed, put things in that need to be put back in. Father, that you would do surgery on our hearts and minds this summer, and that by the end of it, we would be closer to you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.